friends, family, fellow Minecon enthusiasts, and, might I say, the children of tomorrow, welcome to the podcast episode all about Minecraft. It's a game that you have definitely heard about. It's kind of hard to find someone who hasn't at least heard about Minecraft because it is, in fact, one of the best games of all time. Controversial? Maybe. But some would agree. I am joined. I bumped the table. I am joined by my brother, Charlie. Charlie, how are you doing today? Man, I am doing fantastic. How are you doing this fine Sunday afternoon? You know, not too bad. Uh, intro is a little strange because I was winging it, if you couldn't tell. And Charlie had no idea what the intro was going to be. So we were just, I was, you know, you know, it was, I was going out on a limb and hopefully the limb didn't break. Anyways. I mean, the best thing is, is when I asked, hey, are you doing the intro? And Jack goes, oh, I don't know. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so... Today's been a good day. Honestly, it's a little hot, but it's not horrible. I picked up Charlie from work today because he needed a ride, and he graciously got me a coffee and got Ellie a little bit of a snack. So, thank you for that. And yeah, tomorrow we're gonna try to get. We're looking at schools for Ellie, hopefully. So hopefully we can get her into school or some kind of daycare. Um, it's a big one. So glad that the week ended. Last week, because uh, I was working like 50 plus hours last week, I was exhausted all week. So, you know, good stuff there, but been a pretty average week. I think really because of work, I wasn't able to think or focus on anything else. So, Joe, how about you? How was your week? Hmm. Well, first of all, the week was good. Just like to tell everyone real quick, this is, of course, the Raconteur collection that you were listening to. Chapter 5, Episode 4. As Jack said, all about Minecraft. Probably should have said that at the beginning. I apologize. Oh, no, you're good, man. It's it, You know, it's one of those things where you get into the swing of the intro and you have like... I think I've done it enough now to where I have like a certain beats I know I need to hit. Um, But, you know, it's fine. I mean, it's it's really not a big deal. Um. That's not a sarcastic. I didn't mean it in a sarcastic way. <laughs> not a big deal at all. Just but kind of uh, I also another small announcement before I get into my week here. The voting for the topic is done for the topic for next week, and the topic that is won among the titles or the titles among the topics of Return of the King, what happens when you die, and tangents and odds and ends part three. Jack, can you tell me which one you think won? Uh, tangents, because for some reason people like listening to us talk about nonsense. Yeah, tangents. And so uh, tangents and odds and ends will be next week's episode. If you have anything you'd like to submit for that, this is literally like a free-for-all episode. You can submit anything. Um, I always like doing those ones because Jack and I can kind of roll in and record and see where it takes us naturally, which is always really fun. And it, you know, is very much just an extension, I feel like, of kind of how your week went type intros, you know? Yeah, and also, um, I think it's very natural for us to kind of start going on tangents and talking about random things. So, it kind of fits our, you know, dynamic anyways. 
definitely. And, uh, you know, so we're excited about that. Uh, Jack has some stickers printed out for the Rack and Chair Collection. Um, they look pretty good. So if you would like one of those, give us a shout and we'll uh, get you a sticker. Uh, overall, you know, I would say I've had a pretty good week. Um, currently, Kate's off and in Eureka Springs with her mom and sister. Nice. So I got the house to myself, um, which, you know, is fine. I, it's funny because I'm used to having someone else here. And so it feels weird being mm-hmm. totally alone. I'm kind of like, well, I mean, I guess I'll do my stuff, but okay. You know, um, you want a party? I, uh, no, nah, no parties, nothing like that. Not a, not a big party man. Don't know if you noticed that. I also got work early. So it's one of those things where it's like, well, you know, but, uh, you know, overall s- still a great week. Uh, not really done a whole lot, to be honest. I've been kind of just, plugging away at a new short story that I've been writing that's definitely going to become an audiobook. It's kind of a test into the waters of doing a longer audio project. The short story I think is going to shape up to around 10, 12,000 words. So, you know, we'll kind of see how that goes. And I, I think I'll probably post that to the main channel as I was telling Jack mm-hmm. or the main, I guess, source for the Rapture Collection just so everybody can uh, enjoy it. Uh, I've been playing a new game for anyone in there out there. I really like when I was talking about Hades and then we got a couple of our patrons, Jack, Henry and Michael started talking about Hades in our patron exclusive discord. I thought that was really fun. And so I, you know, I like to bring up my games I've been playing. I've been playing a new one called loop hero. Uh, came out. I want to say either earlier this year or last year. Don't quite remember. It's it a great fairly game. recent, fairly recent. Yeah. Great game. Uh, really nice graphics love uh sound design in it um i have some complaints with like the longevity of the game i've played it for about eight hours and i bought it i think for five bucks so at this point it's kind of like you know i feel like i've gotten my worth but a really cool game i mean it's basically jack it gives you you have your (coughs) overview of this map and it sorts out like a random path that loops back onto itself so you know i think like a square path and your guy walks around the path and enemies spawn on the path. When you encounter an enemy, it goes into like an automatic fight thing where based on your guy's uh, movement speed and stuff like that, you attack and the enemy attacks you. And uh, after you kill an enemy, you get either equipment, which you can trade out and make your guy powerful. Or it'll give you like these land, like these cards. And these cards basically you can say, hey... At this tile of the map, I want to put a grove, and the grove spawns this enemy, but gives you this resource. And so as the game goes on, you're building out the map, you know, with all these different cards kind of doing different Hmm. things. And it turns into this really kind of just chaotic, like, blend where you're like, you get to your little campfire, which is your starting point, and the only spot on the map that you can retreat from the loop and have 100% of your resources come back with you. Because if you try to retreat in the middle of the map, it's like, oh, you only get 60%. If you die, you only bring back 30%. And so you get to these points where you stop at the campfire. You know, you stop and you're like, can I make another loop? Can I do it? You know, or, oh, can I do go far enough to beat the boss? So it's a really interesting game. And then you kind of get back and you have a base building mechanic. My biggest complaint right now, to be honest with you, is just the base building mechanic is very slow. Um, yeah. I haven't played too much. And I kind of wonder if I'm missing something or if i'm playing it the wrong way but i'm like man 
I can build like one thing and then just back out to an expedition and then build one thing. And the things I'm building don't feel like they're helping me that much. It's like mm-hmm. plus 3% to this. And I'm like, I always hate games where it's like you're dealing in like single digit percentages for things. Oh, it always I know. feels kind of dumb when it's like, oh, hey, this does 3% more damage. And you're like, I. Does that really matter? Like, it's, yeah, it's like o- in, overall, it's like in Borderlands Two, you can get those badass ranks that like increase your exactly. damage by like one percent, and the next one's like point nine percent, and you're like, I get it. Over a while, they're gonna add up, but <laughs> over a while, and me earning this, I'm gonna do an extra ten percent damage, and you're like, yeah, cool. it's 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 weird. It's weird for sure. So, uh, anyone out there who's looking into it, I think it's definitely an interesting game. Um, if what I've described sounds cool. I would look up a video. Um, I believe the YouTuber Northern Lion, who I'd always recommend to people, has some videos on Loop Hero. If you kind of wanted to see what the mechanics of it were like. And if it's interesting to you, if you're like, ah, oh, that seems really cool, definitely give it a try. Really, I mean, I'm actually just surprised and kind of thrilled to be able to play games on my PC again and like kind of experience some of these smaller indie titles that kind of stay on PC or are more recently coming to switch because you know not a lot of things i think hades is just now coming to playstation and yeah, man, I think so. I, i'm tempted honestly i'm there's part of me that i'm like well, i could get the platinum well, yeah. you no, know what i, I mean but uh get the trophies that's what i've been doing because it'd be it'd be kind of fun to play again especially knowing how the game works now yeah. like you could i bet you i could get through it pretty fast but uh might do that might buy it again i the team that made hades super giant amazing team their other games, Pyre, Transistor, Bastion, um, all great. They they kind of blow me away. It would be like a dream job for me to like work in their story department or work like work with them writing dialogue, like that kind of thing. Uh, you know, it would be very this cool. kind of thing that like I think about. I'm like, man, that would be amazing. But uh, you know, not to uh, continue on for an overly long time, Jack. I apologize, but uh, I'm ready to get into uh, Minecraft. Last shout out. Get um, into it. I've been playing a little bit of runescape old school runescape it's free on steam so if anyone in the discord or anyone wants to join and like i don't know i think i think you can create guilds or clans can't you you can i'm pretty sure you can we can make a rack hunter collection guild or clan in runescape so that may, that, that, that old school be kind runescape of by old the way not new school yeah. runescape <laughs> does anyone say new school yes I was like, it's a. It was a long pause. Also, I had to like kind of like cough, and I was like, oh no, this is gonna be a bad time to cough. But anyways, I'm ready to get into Minecraft and talk about right. how influential this game is, and probably still will be for a long time. So definitely, I, I think a good place to start, Charlie, would be obviously there's some history of Minecraft. We could bring out you know the wiki and be like, oh, it started in 2009 was there some of the earliest public trials or whatever you want to talk about but i really want to talk about what you remember your your first experience being in minecraft yeah so minecraft i think and i'll start by saying this minecraft holds a very special place in the pantheon of games that i've played as i've gotten older i've moved away i think from more of the typical games I would play. And when I do play games now, it's like I get really into one and then finish it completely. And then I'm done. And like nothing else really can satiate that itch, you know? Yeah. Play Warzone with Jack. Minecraft is one of those games where I'll pick it up and play it 
for like a long in-depth period of time and then stop and not play it for a year several you know six months and then come back to it and kind of do that whole process again and enjoy it again the first time i really remember minecraft and i think i learned about it from you jack you learned about it from a friend and we got it on our computer and i remember it was one of those games where i was like i don't want to stop playing this and i think what was so beautiful about playing minecraft for the first time and really a lot of games have this like i believe like dark souls has like the first play experience is really strong Mm-hmm. Dark Souls, I think, pushes people either way where some people play it and they're like, nope, I'm done. <clears throat> and other people like me play it and I'm like, oh my gosh, this yes. Is, this is what I've what been I mean? waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. Um, Minecraft is one of those games where, and I think it has more mass appeal. I mean, obviously, it's for the sure. best selling video game of all time. But, uh, you know, yeah. it it's so... It seems so simple now because it's such an understood concept, you know. Jack and I were talking earlier about how there's tons of Minecraft clones, tons of games that have borrowed. I mean, you want to talk about, like, bringing back that survival genre style of gameplay? It's all Minecraft. You know what I mean? It's just there. Yes, there are other ones, but, like, even games like Rust or, you know, I think they all capitalized on that push that Minecraft had. And so I think what was so great about playing it for the first time is you play for the first time and you don't quite understand that, hey, every single block I can mine, I can move, I can make exactly the type of house I want, I can make my home anywhere, and then I can just try to survive, get better resources, get better items in order to survive better. And ultimately, that's kind of it. I mean, with Minecraft nowadays, you have like an end goal and an end mission. Yeah, there's a lot to do. But ultimately, back in the day, it was literally just a sandbox. But man, people always compare Minecraft to Lego, and I love Legos, but I honestly wouldn't really compare to Legos that much. What Minecraft reminds me of is being a kid and playing like imagination in the background and going on imaginary adventures. It is like like that. You can kind of just do whatever you want and it the game will be like yeah it's fine you could do that do you want to build a dirt house and you know <laughs> pretend you're a caveman and like build stone paths everywhere sure do you want to build super industrial like destroy the landscape pave everything yeah do you want to build super natural bases that are covered in ivy and trees and you know have hidden windows and doorways yeah. Charlie's good do you want to build a whole do you want to build a whole calculator in the game you know are you a genius with the almost electric current type situation they have with redstone. Yeah, you can do it. You know what I mean? And so the first thing I really remember about Minecraft and what I remember is I remember I just didn't want to stop playing it. Like I would stop playing it and I'd be thinking about it. I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, I could do this. Oh my gosh, I could do this. Oh, hey, I could build a glass por- a glass floor out over this cliff and I could look down and I could see the bottom of the cliff. Yeah. And you're like, okay, <laughs> cool. But like I wanted to do all of that. I mean, so I'll pass it back to you, Jack. What about you? What do you first remember for it? I mean, I think one of the first things I remember, one of the things that really stuck out to me prominently was trying to get the multiplayer to work with you, me, and a friend over, like, Hamachi. You know, that whole, like, IP oh, yeah. weird thing. Yeah. Um, that's kind of one of the first things I really 
remember struggling with that for a long time but when we got that to work it was so much fun hold on then my audio is all kinds of wonky right now like the as far as volume goes i apologize listeners i'm trying to fix it on the fly here i think we're good i might be a little quiet anyways um so one of my first memories is back when minecraft was like in its earlier stages i think like 2000 10 2011 i remember hopping on and we try to talk about this again if the world is raining i don't think rain was a thing yet if the world was mm-hmm. like a snow world the entirety of the world was snow like the, there was just like one biome and that was it like snow grasslands or whatever so i remember i was like hopping up this mountain and you know the music in the background with music is just phenomenal by the way you listen to like mm. that original minecraft soundtrack and it brings back we'll, so many memories oh yeah uh, we'll definitely i think talk about you know c418 later because my god what an iconic and simple soundtrack but man yeah and so i remember getting up to the top of this mountain and it was it wasn't really a mountain even it was like in an inactive volcano is kind of what it was actually because there's this huge crater in the middle. And so I was like, oh, this is so cool. And so I went down, you know, got a few trees down, knocked them down. And I built a platform, you know, from, you know, four parts from each like, you know, corner, not corner, each side of the circle. Built a platform in the middle. And like, what did you do? I built like a glass thing underneath to, to like look down. And I just remember... You know, looking out, the music's going, snow everywhere. I'm like, oh, this is, this is something special for sure. So I've, I've probably mentioned that before on like a really early podcast episode. But that's probably one of my best and favorite like gaming memories that I have. Just because that's kind of the moment when it struck me like I can do, give or take, whatever I want in this game. And so... You go from that to building, you know, giant towers to building your own like little villages to building like a dock to building, you know, these whole like cave systems that you use, you know, to this is where the coal is. This is where the iron is. This is where I go to look for diamonds. You know what I mean? You you have all these internal structures that are unique to your world. And I just remember, you know, Charlie having his way, he built his caves He'd use like, you know, these certain doors or like these buttons and switches. And I was like, I'm just a simple guy. I want just a simple door and that's it. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. And I I think it, it kind of hit me again how cool Minecraft was back in, it was earlier last year, I think, or later last mm-hmm. year. When we were, and I was like building like this giant knight's helmet into this mountain. And I got pretty far along in it and it looks pretty cool in there is this long stretch of railroad that you can like, you know, ride a cart on and it comes into view and it's the coolest thing. So, you know, Minecraft is definitely unique. And while I think I have fallen out of it, uh, there are definitely times where it, it is still all I want to play. But, you know, it's super unique. So I'll, yeah. I'll pass it back off to you, Charlie. So I want to very quickly just for those who have never played minecraft like jack said even if you haven't played it i mean i'm thinking of like 
our parents, they probably could be like, yeah, we, we that's Minecraft. You know what I mean? Um, cause it's just so big. Oh, yeah. Um, but you know, so it's basically this game that generates all these little, all these blocks and you have your character and then your character can break any of the blocks and you can gather them. Certain tools only break certain ones, you know, certain blocks like wood, you can turn it into planks, you know what I mean? So like you can, and you can craft fences then, you know, cause then you can break down the planks into sticks. And so you can kind of see how you fall down this hole. And especially back in the early days, you know, you didn't know what the crafting recipe for things were. So you'd have your little nine by nine square grid and it would be like, you'd be like, well, how do I make a pickaxe? How do I make an ax? And you would kind of figure it out or hear a word of mouth. Your friend would say, oh no, you do this. You put the two sticks there. You put the, you know, stuff on top. Yeah. And yeah. people kind of take that for granted now because Minecraft now it tells you how to craft things, which I think is probably better for the game, but it does for me take away a little bit of that magic of like, discovering something and being like oh you can make this or oh you can do this or this i make a door you know what i mean yeah but um i it's so and then it, like i said for anybody who hasn't played it it's literally you're kind of just free to do what you want at that point i mean yeah. right when you start in your only real prerogative is to make some kind of light source or be underground by the time night starts because at night happens and then there are enemies that spawn. There's zombies and skeletons and the zombies come up and try to hit you and the skeletons have bone, bow and arrows and try to shoot you. And there's spiders that can climb over walls, you know. So that's really your only prerogative is to, like, survive at this point. Um, and especially in the early days, it would felt that aspect of the game felt much more severe because if you play the game now and I don't like, I mean, I don't, I was saying the game is bad now, but now the game has, you have to eat and have to food and that food heals you. But back in the day you didn't have a hunger system. It was just your hearts and you lose hearts. And the only way you could get them back is by eating food and food didn't stack in the day. So you'd have like an inventory full of like pork chops that you just like munch down. And you know what I mean? And, a lot of the like iron and diamonds were much harder to find. And so like every time you'd find them, it would be this huge like revelation of like, Oh my gosh, like, yes. But, uh, I would actually kind of like to take it Jack in a little bit of a different direction and talk about a little bit why a game like Minecraft you think, and this is not, I don't want to base this in like, you know, any articles you read or any other videos you've seen, but like in your opinion, why a game like Minecraft has such mass appeal? I mean, we're talking adults play it, kids play it. I mean, Ellie's played it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it has appeal for every single type of person, really, no matter what you want to do. Like I said, you can be like a crazy man and just like pave over everything in cobblestone or dig like a huge pit because that's what you want to do. You know what I mean? It The mm -hmm. game never stops you from doing it. In fact, the game only says like, hey, it might be easier if you make a better pickaxe. And you're like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? But you know, you don't have to. If you want to, you can use stone tools the whole time. You know what I mean? So I wanted to ask you, Jack, why do you think uh, the game has such like a huge appeal? Like, why do you think it is the best-selling game? Mm -hmm. I mean, when I first played it, I never would have thought, man, I'm playing a game that's destined to be the best-selling game. It's destined to sell 200 million copies. That's insane. I mean... Yeah, so I think like when it comes yeah. to Minecraft, it's 
it's a it's a really odd like phenomenon that like it can be enjoyed by quite literally anybody but at the same time almost anyone can not quote-unquote get it if you know you understand i don't mean to say you understand like you're dumb but uh it just came out weird anyways it's i think it has to do with the fact that so much is left up to you but the game does hold itself enough uh hold itself up enough on its own to where it's not like you said okay what do i do you don't just sit there you're like okay well i'm dropping into this world and i know just based off what i've heard about this game or whatever that i can do whatever i want okay so how do i do that and that mystique of not knowing how to go about things at first i think is really what kind of drives people's creative process when it comes to understanding and learning about the world because while you can look up guides or do whatever, a lot of the stuff in, you know, the the unique thing about Minecraft is that there is no right way to do anything. You can kind of get to whatever goal you want by doing your own thing. Unlike if you have a game, you know, it's a uh, competitive or more story based. You're kind of pushed towards certain, you know, ends of okay. Well, I have to go through this area for the story, or I have to use this to do better in minecraft you can just kind of if you want to sit there and use a stone pickaxe and build a huge mansion you can do that if you want to use a stone pickaxe and or a stone sword to you know fend off skeletons and creepers you can do that you know you can do that just fine like you don't have to have the best of the best stuff there's there's just something special about the appeal of how it looks how it sounds it doesn't come off as this really intimidating gritty game it comes off as a game that you know i'm like i'm struggling to kind of describe it because it's so it's so unique when you really try to get down to it um hmm. I, don't, I know i know i'm i'm probably not making a lot of sense and i apologize but it's just this it's a one-of-a-kind game i don't know what else to say sorry for everyone yeah. who's getting frustrated no i mean you're you're fine i you know to put it into perspective i guess for people out there i mean another super popular franchise is call of duty right so call of duty just passed lifetime sales and keep in mind call of duty has been around since playstation 2 lifetime sales call of duty 400 million right with like their highest game which i believe was cold war or black ops it's probably black ops actually black ops sold 30 million units and so Minecraft is like orders of magnitude bigger than Call of Duty, which is insane. Yes, Call of Duty sold more over its lifetime, but like Call of Duty is also an annualized franchise and yeah, sells well, games let's every put, let's year. Let's put it this way. Grand Theft Auto V sold 150 million copies, which, yeah, is, which is insane. insane still. Minecraft, which only came out less than two years before Grand, Th- Grand Theft Auto V, has sold 238 million plus copies. It's so, insane. Quite literally almost double Grand Theft Auto 5s. So yeah. it's and it's still being played by tens of millions of people a month. So it's yeah. It's like one of the few games to ever not only like break it is the only game to break this kind of sales record but also one of the only games to have millions of people playing it 
know, 10 years after it came out. It's, it's, right. it's unreal. It is unreal. And I think, so I, you know, we can talk all we want about numbers, but like you said, Jack, I mean, like the reason why it's so popular is ultimately I can only look at it from my point of view. And I got to say they're Minecraft and there are a couple other games I'll bring up here. They touch a very certain, like a, a point in my soul that I think is, I don't know if I just am predispositioned to it through like my genetic traits or if it's just, I grew up like this and these are the things that interested me. But this idea of exploration and kind of like carving out your own little niche in the world, right? Because Minecraft is, it spawns you in, for all intents and purposes, an infinite world. I mean, you can travel for millions of blocks in either direction and you'll, you know, new terrain will generate and you can see new things and find new things. And I think there's something that, for me at least, is very, very appealing about that. I mean, the idea of setting off, traveling to a faraway place, making your mark, I mean... Even as something as simple as like, hey, I'm going to make a little watchtower here and put a little note, you know, so next time I come back, I can read it and be like, oh, yeah, I was here, <coughs> you know, stuff like that, where it I don't know, it, it really hits this deep part of me that's like very satisfying. And some other games that kind of hit that itch, like No Man's Sky hits that itch, where really that idea of like exploration and like seeing new planets and No Man's Sky is very intriguing to me. And Minecraft has that exact same feeling where, like, you see, like, a crazy mountain or, like, some crazy terrain, and you're like, wow, this is, this is you know, this is awesome. Like, let me document this. Let me, like, find this. Let me put a little sign here. You know, let me make a path. Let me turn this place into a town. You know, it's very much like that. And I guess, the really, I was going to bring up uh, Skyrim as well. Skyrim is a very different game, but it hits some of those same notes when you're wandering through you know the tundra and skyrim and the music hits just right and you're looking at these amazing sights and you're maybe maybe you've seen this spot before but you're seeing it from a different angle you're coming down a different path there's just this very deep like exploration longing that i have that is satisfied by those games and i i don't know what it is or why i have that longing but those games, I mean, they hit just right. Like Minecraft especially is the strongest one, though, because every time, you know, you'll be walking through these hills and you find this field of flowers and, you know, C418's music hits in and you're like, oh, my gosh, like I need to collect these flowers for dye or you just kind of walk through or you find an abandoned village and there's zombies there and there's this huge ravine that's cutting through the village and you're like, man what happened here? I mean, I, I harvest this stuff or I'm going to try to eradicate the zombies or you just pass through. It's, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It captures that feeling of like wanting to do things. Ultimately, I guess the way, the better way to break it down is Minecraft is a very like intrinsically motivated game. So like a lot of the desire and the goals that Minecraft has is set by you. And that can be good and a bad thing because in a, in the bad sense, you know, if you don't know what to do or you don't know what to build or you don't have like a project, Minecraft is just kind of boring. You're like, God, but I don't, I don't get it. You know, yeah. it's not a very like extrinsically motivated game. Like you said, there's no story. There's no, you know, there's achievements and stuff, but like 
it's not like a game like Hades, you know, where you have like a specific objective. And, you know, those in like intrinsically motivated games, I would say like Dark Souls, you can loop in there as well. Those like exploration, you know, where a lot of the game's mechanics are just feeding into like how you're going to play it anyways. Gah. I You can't beat it. You just can't beat it. Yeah, I mean... So, Jack, uh, I'll pass it back to you. What do you think? So, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, like, some more, like, personal experiences. Again, like, a lot of this is just personal experience. And that's kind of what Minecraft is, is that a lot of people, especially our age who played it, you know, earlier, look back on it very fondly. And even when we play it now, we still look at it fondly. And you kind of... There are so many different instances where you remember, like, man, this is why I fell in love with this game. You know, or this is why I really enjoy, you know, building things or going on these quests to find, you know, horses or we're looking for diamonds. You're down the caves for, you know, hours just trying to find diamonds. You finally find them. Like, oh, oh, Charlie, I found some. And, you know, then you can, like, finally mine some city. You go into the nether and the whole nether's been expanded. And, you know, it's... When, when Laura and I played uh, a few months ago, we were both kind of getting into it again, and she was really getting into it. And so, to a point to where she was basically remodeling this whole village, and like creating yeah. these new houses, these stores. And I was like, okay, well, I'll make a wall and try to make it look nice because I was like, I don't have a very good artistic uh, sense of like what really looks good together, like what goes well together. Uh, I, I sometimes can do well, but for the most part. You can tell it's like a jack design because it's usually pretty simple. <laughs> but, you know, and so I remember like we worked on that for hours and hours. Um, you know, we, okay, well, we need more of this. Or I'm going to go grab some more of this because I need this for my house. Or, you know, we are carting villagers in like boats from other villages. <laughs> and right. we are struggling to get this guy up this hill. We finally got up the hill and it was like this huge success and... You know, or it's it's also like really fun to see like Ellie hop on and then she's like, hey, dad, look, like I built like this tower or I built the pool because she can actually build that stuff now. And it's really, you know, it's really amazing to see like she's only four and she kind of is having so much fun with this game and like being able to like express herself creatively and being able to show us what she's making. Like she really enjoys it when she is in the mood to like create stuff. Um, mm-hmm. she used to spawn a lot of wolves and then like a single sheep and the wolves would eat the sheep and she's like oh, why'd you do that <laughs> you know but now she's actually into like into the building stuff and every time she builds right. something she always wants to show it off so yeah you know it, it'd be interesting one day to see if like if mom and dad ever gave it a try to see if they if see if they actually like it if they like continue to want right. to play it uh, or just to I would like to introduce someone to it who doesn't know anything about it. You know, they've heard of it, but yeah. they, they don't know it. Just to see what they think. Because, like we said, anyone anyone can enjoy it, but anyone can also not like it. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it kind of finds you at the right time. You know, yeah. if you're sitting there, man, I got nothing to play. I don't know what to do. I'm kind of bored. I got the weekend. You know, what am I going to do? I don't feel like playing Call of Duty. I don't feel like dying in Warzone, getting last place. I don't feel like playing a racing game or 
whatever. You know, okay, fine. I'll, fine, whatever. I'll turn on some Minecraft. Turn on Minecraft. New world. Okay. You know, hitting a tree, whatever. And you start building that first house. Can I start, you know, mm-hmm. getting, you know, this way, you're like, in your head, this is where the farm's going to go. This is where my house is going to be. This is where the animals, and then, then it clicks. And that's what you're playing all weekend. You know, it's this switch yeah. that just gets turned on. And it... No other game really does that for me. Minecraft yeah. is a game that the, the Switch can instantly flip. And when it flips on, it's one of the best feelings because Minecraft is so much fun to play. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, I think another, well, I'm not, I think, but uh, another huge aspect of Minecraft is, of course, the multiplayer um, and the really the huge swath of Minecraft content on YouTube. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Minecraft, especially since it is such a personalized game, I think is kind of perfect for the let's play because you as a player and the way you play is dictated a lot by your personality. And so a lot of people found a lot of success doing a lot of that. And for me, I, I've always really wanted to play Minecraft with like a group of people. You know, have a world, have like projects that we're all working on and people running stores and yeah, you know, that kind of stuff has always sounded so fun to me, but I've never really had the opportunity to do that. I mean, the closest we got is when it was uh, me, Jack and one of our friends, we uh, had a little server going and we, you know, built on that. And as Jack was mentioning earlier, that's where we put the knight's head and we made like these rail tracks and this huge bridge. And that was really fun, you know, because like all of a sudden you're not doing the stuff just for you anymore, but you're like, Oh man, if I build this huge tower, when Jack logs on, he's going to see it. You know what I mean? Or, Oh yeah. We were set up this little thing and we were building towers and, and our, uh, our buddy yeah. happy was building like this giant tree house. And it was, it was super cool to see. And I, I know I kind of fell off of it, but I would like to get back into it. Maybe start like a new world. Cause I feel like we, yeah, not that we did too much in that area, but the area, that world kind of sucked. Like our, our world <laughs> that we spawned suck, yeah. in, you spawn in water right next to this village and the village is the only thing around. And so you cut down the one tree, made a boat and sailed for like 10 minutes. Finally, you reach some land. That's where we built. And then all around there, it's the same thing. It's just nothing but ocean. So it's like, man, there's like no space to do anything. I don't want to keep building over water. You know what I mean? So, right. I definitely will get back into it again. Hopefully not have a water world. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so I, I've never really gotten the opportunity to experience Minecraft like that. And so for me, I mean, man, a big source of entertainment. And I guess what kind of became my TV was watching people play Minecraft on YouTube. And it's, it feels so weird now because, you know, I still follow some of the YouTubers, but like they don't really play Minecraft anymore. I kind of watch them off and on. But I mean, specifically, I'm talking about like the Yogscast. And I, I got to say, man, watching that YouTube series kind of blew my mind because they are their own little world set up, right? They're playing the game for the first time and they're, you know, building their first house. They're doing whatever. And then all of a sudden another player shows up and starts to kill them and destroy their efforts. And they're like, what, what is this other player somehow is logging on to their server mysteriously and is setting traps. I mean, he sets like this explosive trap and. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, oh, hey, we have to go. And then they go and they meet 
another character and this other character is like an NPC almost and they go on this huge storyline and they start building out this whole world all in Minecraft you know all these different characters you know as you get as you realize all of these other characters and stuff it's all scripted kind of stuff you know but man it's so good you know like for sure the fact that Minecraft can function as this like storytelling device as well not to mention the countless custom maps i've watched them play the countless mods people have made i mean i never had a computer that was powerful enough to like power until now really and to power some of these like huge until mod now and, which we could do now like i think like, we did both enjoy it a lot more right? on a computer than ps4 let's be honest but I, you know i'm thinking specifically of like the tech it early playthroughs or like the yeah you know the what the i think it was the jaffa factory Jaffa. And like you had like Sips, you had like Sipsco, Dude, Sipsco and of course so it's kind of sad now because you have you know Sips and Shin, and Shin was uh, you know he some unfortunate things like you know behaviors came up in him and he kind of left and has vanished. But but man, like those early days were like I kind of vicariously lived through those experiences by watching other people, and it only ever made me want to play more. And I guess. What I'd kind of like to get into now, Jack, is what the, not the death of like us wanting to play it, death. but death, you have those, you have the early days, right? Where yes. we are invested because everything is new, right? Yeah. You got new updates that are coming out regularly. You got secret updates. You got the nether for the first time. You Ooh, got, so it's got the so end for fun. the first time. Yep. I'm, which I only did recently, but. You know, but after you've played the game multiple times, you run into the same problem that I believe these other games like Skyrim, No Man's Sky. We're getting into the negative. This is the negative part of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much negative, but like you start to understand how the mechanics of the game work. You know, yeah. you understand, hey, I can build whatever I want to. And I only bring this up, Jack, because I think for a player like you, Yes. That's the moment that you start to lose the entrance when you're like, okay, I understand what I have to do. You know, I understand that I do this and then do this and then I can get to this place. I get it. Yes. But you like, it's very much the same problem with the Skyrim, right? Where like, once you understand how Skyrim works, you're like, oh, suddenly it's way less, you know, novel that all the guards are saying the same thing. You're like, well, of course they're going to say the same thing. You know? Yeah, or all the NPCs talk to you the same way. So let me, Minecraft is, is like I said, it kind of leads you to your own devices. And I think especially when you're figuring it out, it excels at that. But then it gets to a point to where once you know, give or take most of its devices and like the base game especially, for a player like me that likes unlocking and customizing things, I, I like earning things that kind of show off what I've done. That's why I'm going back and platinuming Call of Duties again. Uh, and things like that, it kind of gets to a point to where you're doing it, a lot of it's for your own benefit and like single player worlds. And so playing Minecraft alone is something that I kind of fell off on uh, because for me, I was like, I'll, like it's fun, but I just kind of didn't get it really. Um, So Minecraft by myself has always kind of been a struggle. I did stream it. There's a really great clip on my YouTube channel where I'm like, I'm like, look at me, I'm doing so good. Creeper blows up. I was like, well, I almost died, but we're still doing good. Another creeper blows up. 
I just died. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> so I mean I I did stream it a good bit, uh, and that was a lot of fun because I was getting some of that fan interaction while I was playing it. But solo Minecraft is a struggle for me, and I don't know if it's just because as I've gotten older, maybe I'm kind of losing some of that childlike wonder with it, or uh, I'm just not. You know, my the way I think about things is different, and so I'm just kind of losing you know, kind of the core, like what makes it special or how to enjoy it properly or I don't know because I don't think you should necessarily enjoy it properly. But, you know, what really rekindled it for me was playing with with uh, with Laura or playing with like you and Hap. Like that was a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. I wish that kind of stuff could continue. But, you know, then, oh, you know, you guys are both working or Laura has to work and I work an opposite schedule, you know, and suddenly it's like, well, okay, well, I don't, I don't really want to work on this by myself. And then, you know, oh, then I got to work, but you guys are free or vice. So, you know, it definitely kind of seems like the magic is gone uh, until, like I said, the switch gets turned on again. So who knows? Maybe now that you have a laptop and it'd be easier for us to get on and play because I have a laptop as well. So that made like you, me and Laura could all play. We get like a whole group going. Who knows? But yeah. You know, so I've, I've I've kind of struggled with making my own fun in Minecraft. And I don't know if that comes yeah. from just me playing it so much on my own to a point to where I'm like, well, I can do this, but yeah, I, I know what's going to happen. I know what the end goal is going to be or what it's going to look like. And so, but with friends, you kind of cut out a lot of the monotony of gathering thousands of blocks or something and then like slowly putting it together. You can kind of divvy out the work and change it up a little bit. So who knows? But... Right. Yeah, it it is one of those things where, you know, if you don't have a, especially, and I'm talking more about veteran players, so players who've played the game through multiple times, they really understand how it works. When you hit that point, if you don't have a project you're working on, it is hard to stay motivated. Because I'd even find that, like, I would be like, man, I don't don't know what to do, but I want to play. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, but then, like, once you start the project, you're like, Oh, I, now I I know what I want to do now. You know what I mean? You can just keep going. And that's, I think what is so interesting about it is that it's such a like multifaceted game. I mean, people have intense multiplayer deathmatch experiences. People have these highly customized stories. People have their own little worlds and like things they make up and rules and you know, you have your mod packs. You have you can play this game in like any way. You know, it's it's just kind of wild. I mean, like mini games. We're talking about like a really popular mini game in Minecraft. It's called the Dropper, and you actually go and your objective is to fall, usually through like some insane design, fall all the way to the bottom and hit the small pool of water that'll save you. You know, and so you're falling through I've this never like heard of that insane tangle of like objects and items and you're like oh my gosh like i hit it can i hit it can i hit it and you hit the water and you're good you know what i mean so there are all these different things that kind of kind of come together and coalesce and form what minecraft is because it's hard i would say it's hard to say what minecraft is for me it is very much adventure you know mostly single player very intrinsically motivated gameplay where i'm like Hey, it'd be really cool if I could build like a little castle tower here, a little overgrown ruined castle tower. Or I mean, oh, hey, I want to make I make this little underground cave of villagers, and I want to show Jack, you know. 
<laughs> lead him that down was long so cool actually Charlie like, was like building this whole colony of villagers underground <laughs> in this cave it was it was and really then somehow cool. a zombie got out and i like lost a lot of the villagers like they were just i just came back one day and there was like two of them left and i was like what happened <laughs> what's going on here and <laughs> what they're happened just here? frightened and traumatized and you're like oh get back in yeah there. you know or like even like when you start getting into the weeds and i'm like i built like an iron farm where like you kind of just start to use the mechanics of the game to like generate infinite resources, you know, and, but it all it takes is like the right amount of setup and know-how. And that is, I mean, ultimately just an amazing experience. And, you know, we can't not talk about Minecraft Jack without talking about the music C418. Yeah. Which I got to say, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll let you. I'll okay. Let you okay. Go. Well, so th- this guy, you know, so I started playing Minecraft 2010 2011 so that's kind of when i started getting into making music myself and so when i was playing minecraft and just hearing that soundtrack and how influential that was that's kind of when in the back of my mind whenever i make music i was like i always want it to feel like this could fit into a video game like i don't want to make like you know the next pop song i don't want to make the next you know hot like dance track or whatever like i want to make music that you can put into a video game because that's where I found the most influence from music as far as like having a connection, having some kind of emotional draw is from video games. I mean, look at the soundtrack for Modern Warfare 2. You know, Hans Zimmer did the score for that. Like he actually did this score for Modern Warfare 2 and that's a phenomenal soundtrack to that game. Oh, then you have stuff like Minecraft, soundtrack. which is like one guy self-released and it's so simple and yet it is so complex. And it's it's phenomenal. I mean, you can play the beginning chords to I forget what the song is, but it's, it's like the Minecraft song. Dun dun dun. Yeah. yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, I know what that is. I know what you know." Like, yeah, anyone like you go to a high school, you go to a middle school, everyone's gonna be like, "That's Minecraft." I can you pull, you know, everyone from the age of like thirteen, no ten. To like 30 everyone's gonna at least know what minecraft is and know what that music is it is so iconic yeah. to this point or at this point so yeah. i don't know so it, it definitely inspired me have a very personal connection to me and i still go back and listen to uh the guy's albums a lot because he has more than just minecraft but you know he has an album with one like it's a really good album name it's a uh, life-changing moments seem minor in pictures and that's one mm-hmm. of those, that's, not only do I like that album name, but I like that just as, like, a saying. I really yeah. like that. Because, very true. So, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of hits on a, a lot of deeper levels. And so, I, I can imagine you feel the same. And I also, I just want, real quick before you kind of give your side, I just want to make sure the listeners, I would love to know what your thoughts on the soundtrack are. Especially some of our people who, you know, who don't play minecraft a lot but know a lot of it i would say lily's one of those people she probably knows a lot yeah. about it from us i think she's played it a little bit but not a lot i would like to know what her thoughts are especially like on not just the music but just what minecraft makes her think of in general so yeah definitely you know i i gotta say as like influential as i would say like those main minecraft tunes are you you know you can unlock the music cds through the the game and play little you can make a jukebox and you know i gotta say 
where it hits hardest for me is there is he released it. I don't remember quite when where this I came out, crying. but uh, specifically, there's an album that C418 did for Minecraft called Minecraft Volume Beta, and it has this like amazing, like God, I don't even know how to like really describe it, but this very ambient atmospheric almost sci-fi ish like uh adventure feeling to it and i would just turn that on start with the first well i think the first song on there's key just turned on and i would just play and then the music would swell and i'd just be sailing on my ship around the coast mapping it out and you're just like Man, this music just makes me want to go and explore and find new cool things. It just and, makes me want to go. Yeah, it just makes me want to like go and you know be out in the wild and yeah. And I think that is what is so good just about, as I've said, Minecraft in general. I mean, it can be just this very meditative and relaxing experience and very charming. I mean, we've gotten to the point now where like even I love like Minecraft's aesthetic, like those pixel blocks and where everything looks. I mean, even if you don't like kind of that pixely nature of Minecraft, hey, guess what? There are texture packs. You can change how everything looks. I remember playing very early and having like a steampunk texture pack. And, you know, I had this area where there's just green swamp and my whole objective was to chop down all the trees because it just made it look like this green radioactive wasteland. And I set up these like weird signs that were like, danger, bomb has exploded here. No bomb had exploded there. I had just taken down all the trees, so it looked like a wasteland. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that where it's like, why why are you doing this? And you're like, well, I mean, that's the same reason a kid goes outside and plays in like the sandbox. Like, you kind of just get into your own head. Like Yeah. And, you know, instead of playing with action figures, you're playing with just these virtual blocks and you're setting things up and you're designing things and you know. Some of the people, like, I am not, you know, I, I would say, like, I'm good at making some stuff in Minecraft, but, man, there are people out there that create these amazing structures and these amazing buildings and throw in all this detail that you look at it and you're like, oh, my gosh, really? Like, this is incredible. You know, people have made whole entire games within Minecraft. I mean... One of the most popular Minecraft servers is called Hypixel, and they're actually releasing their own Minecraft-style game called Hytale. I mean, we're, Terraria, another game that's super popular. Like, Terraria is huge. Oh, it is Start, big. It's, I think it's unfair to call Terraria a Minecraft clone because it's more 2D, but it still has that same, hey, blocks, hey, I can make whatever I want, I can do what I want. What I do like about Terraria, though, is that Terraria does have a little bit more of those extrinsic motivations. You're like, oh, now my mission is to beat this boss. Now my mission is to do this. Oh, now my mission is to get enough equipment for this. You know, and Minecraft doesn't have that. And I've often thought, like, man, Minecraft should have added, like, a little bit of that. But that's what mods are for. I mean, Minecraft can become this game where you're, like, making industrial machinery. You're making nuclear reactors to power your missile launchers to launch at another player's base with mods. And they're not that hard to install. I mean, it's insane. You can turn Minecraft into like this roguelike dungeon experience where you're getting experience and you're locking new abilities and you're going into dungeons. And you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of crazy how big it is and how much of a splash it made in culture. 
because it really like if you look at Minecraft, especially from this mechanical nature, there's not a whole lot there. You know what I mean? There's not like this amazing story. It's not like Oblivion, right? It's not like the Elder Scrolls where you have quests and weapons and what have you. It it just is what it is and it leans into that strength. And I, I got to say, man, properties that do that, that lean into their strengths and say, hey, you know what? This is what this game is. And you're like, oh, those are usually the best games. I mean, yes. and it's, it's just... And those games that then try to do everything, I'll sound a little ignorant here. I have not played any of the new Assassin's Creed games, but Assassin's Creed starts to get to this point where I I really like Assassin's Creed 1, especially Assassin's Creed 2. Loved that game. But like when Assassin's Creed started to get like, oh, hey, now we're going to get your certain gear level and now we're going to get this and now you're going to do this and now you have all these side missions. And I was like, loses some of the charm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, this game, Minecraft, it just leans into exactly what it is. And yeah, everything and you, that comes out for it, even these new updates, it leans in more to what the game is. It's just this huge open sandbox to where literally you're just the master of your own destiny at that point. Yeah, you know like what I mean? each update basically is, hey, here are more tools for you to do with what you want, not for you to use the way we want you to use them. It's, hey... Here's this whole another update. Have fun. Do what you want with that. Hey, here's like a bunch of new items. Here's a whole new like update to the redstone. Here's, you know, horses. Here are new animals. Here are new ocean life. Here are underwater temples. Like here are new biomes. There's all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's it's super unique. And I think it's it is a breath of fresh air in you know, today's gaming industry, when you have all these annualized games and you have all these competitive games, you have these games that are trying to look the best and outdo each other. Minecraft is just kind of there for you to enjoy and do with what you want. So it's super unique and I really I really like it. You know, I don't play it a ton like I used to, but hey, next week after just talking about it, I'm like, man, I want to get on a new realm server and let's start playing some Minecraft. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think what's so interesting or another, I guess, interesting aspect is, you know, Minecraft is an old game at this point. It, if you want to talk about from like the release, so like the 1.0 update 2011, you know, 10 years, 10 years. That's insane. Right. 10 years. I guess it'll be 10 years in November. So we're, we're almost there. Close but uh, how much Minecraft has saturated the market we have now and how much Minecraft's influence has influenced other games, crafting systems, procedural generation. I mean, there are so many games like Minecraft now or that have elements of Minecraft in it, you know, gathering resources, collecting blocks. I mean, even look at like early Fortnite, like that idea of, hey, you have the pickaxe. Hey, you can hit trees and get the wood. And then, hey, you can build stuff. I mean, you're getting there. It's just, of course, Fortnite's a very different game. Also a huge game. I'd oh, actually yeah. like to do one on Fortnite sometime. That'd be kind of Oh, fun. me too. But, uh, you know, you can see the Minecraft inspiration in Fortnite, right? I mean, how could you not? 
without and a I doubt. mean like Jack I mean like think just na- name another game that has been inspired by Minecraft either directly like Terraria or more indirectly like Fortnite now you're putting me on the spot but I'm sure there is one <laughs> there are like a lot like there are but just I think like any survival game that came out like 2013 and on I mean I elements. would look at games you Minecraft. Know, Seven Days to Die, Minecraft. Uh, I I mean, Terraria, Forager. I mean, those are a couple other ones that are a little bit more directly inspired. I, you know, it is just don't starve. I mean, Minecraft really, and I think its success like inspired a lot of people to say, hey, like it is possible to create something great. You know, from a small beginning. Yeah. Because Minecraft, like, it started off by just one dude. Like, yeah, one or two and that dudes. one dude then sold his property to Microsoft and for I don't know how many billions of dollars, but like, probably, probably millions. I wouldn't say now. billions, but I want to say it was like a billion. Let me, let me, let me, I'll look it up right now. No, but it, 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 it is insane to think about. This is a game that we played together, like in a room with a horrible laptop on the desktop. And struggling to get it to run. But, like, it was all worth it to play it for a few minutes, you know, and enjoy that yeah. game together. Yeah. And then now, it's a game that then I was like, this is such a great game, but it's not going to be around forever. It's literally more popular than it ever has been now. So, yeah. it's, I don't know, it's it's kind of unreal how this game just is not going away and it's also really yeah. like i'm saying it has a bad thing it's a great thing because this game you know how, like you have like mario and nintendo that kind of defined our yeah. like you know millennials generation of gaming this minecraft is kind of generation x's you know like nintendo in a way because minecraft mm. is so much of everything that yeah. you don't need, you know, Legend of Zelda, Mario. Of course, you still play those games. Great games. But, like, Minecraft is, like, whatever you want it to be because it's so open to you, because there's so many mods, because it's so easy to just sit down and play. It's, you know, you can do whatever you want. So it's it's really, it's phenomenal. And, again, like, if you guys haven't played Minecraft, haven't played it in a while, highly, highly recommend it. I really, really would. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking, Jack, uh, really, we should wait to play a little bit because I would love to wait until the the newest update that's coming out for Minecraft is the Caves and Cliffs, where now there's going to be huge oh, mountains, Charlie? like snow-capped oh, okay. mountains, right? You, uh, you, like, you cut out <laughs> for me for a second. Jack, oh, I, okay. I can't wait to play my, <laughs> and it, you went gone. I was like, uh-oh. What's no, happening? no, yeah, I'm still so, here. Wait, but what, uh, what'd you say? Yeah, we should really wait to play until the Caves and Cliffs updates comes out. Ooh, you know, yeah. huge mountains. And then you can delve even further down underground into this place called the Underdark. Or there's this mob or this enemy called the Watch or no, the Warden. That like detects sound and will like come after you. And it's like, inc- like you're not supposed to kill it. You're just supposed to run away from it. And I'm like man like that sounds so fun like you can delve super deep 
lake now and there are these huge expansive caverns and like uh you know there's going to be like flowering caverns yeah. and you know of course you can people have it's uh, but you know that's really when we should play again it's when that update comes out oh, and definitely. really um jump and, back in and and you know, real quick i know are we, are we about to close up here yeah i mean yeah yeah probably yeah. ellie hold on do you want to say talk about minecraft what, what have you built in minecraft so far ellie I heard stairs and skeleton. And what do you build in Minecraft? Houses. Very nice. <laughs> That's Ella's experience. She kind of named all the mobs and some animals. So, right. Hopefully, that got picked up in the microphone. But yeah, man, I, I yeah, it's fun to do these video game ones, especially these like capstone video games that really defined our gaming experiences yeah. because you know yeah. i was thinking about it and we we've done demon souls which that's a huge one but like we haven't done dark souls we haven't done bloodborne you know and there are all these games mm. we haven't done oblivion or skyrim you know what i mean we we've done there are all these games out here that were so formative to like the games we like to play why we like to play them that it's really interesting going back to them and thinking about, hey, why did I like this? You know what I mean? Why did I obsess over this game? And being able to answer those questions now and kind of be like, oh, hey, you know, now that I know more about myself as a person and what I like and what I'm interested in, I totally see how a game like Minecraft helped and inspired me in this regard. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. And it'd be so fun to go back and do that with some of those other games, especially like Bloodborne, man. I told you I was at when Jack picked me up, I was like, man, I watched the Bloodborne reveal trailer and it is freaking good. Like in Bloodborne in general, to be honest, anyone who doesn't know out there, the uh, Dark Souls series of games, the company that makes those from software they had when the PlayStation four came out, they had not a launch game, but like an early game on there was Bloodborne. And oh, it's this baby. Lovecraft Eldritch inspired almost like uh we're gonna go hunt werewolves type game and it is amazing it's great i mean it's so good but uh yeah i would love to do some other games like that you know some of those like games that were so formative to us i think we will and i'm sorry jack i was talking over you no i think we will and i want to say like sure came is a bit more prepared but i was supposed to come up with the topic this week and just because of how much I was working and the hours that I work, uh, I really didn't have any time to think about it. And so I apologize if, especially me, if I was all over the place. But uh, next time we do a video game one, definitely we'll do a deep dive, get some more of that research going, and actually I'll collect my thoughts. So I just want to, before we get comments on it, because I feel like I was kind of sporadic in this one especially. So. Hmm. 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 Mm, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> no, Jack, I thought you did fine. I thought you did just fine. That intro, though, don't know about that intro. Well, It'd be really funny if I just went I just went back and, like, re-edited the intro. And you're, like, <laughs> you're, like, about to start talking. It just cuts you off. Hey, everyone, this is Charlie. Or you just, <laughs> you cut, you cut my whole intro, like, the words. 
My name is Jack and Rackenter Collection. Just like <laughs> cut it in and out. Take a lot of work though. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, everyone I out there. I think that's it. Yeah. Sir. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Raconteur Collection. This was Chapter 5, Episode 4, all about Minecraft. I got to say it because I say it every time, but man, thank you so much to everybody who does listen and who does follow and supports us on Patreon. It's really incredible. And, you know, Jack and I do want to grow this podcast more. And so if you're out there and you listen to this and you're like, man, I think I could help these guys or they should do this or have they tried doing this? A hundred percent reach out and tell us. I mean, we're in that really beautiful stage right now to where new listeners, new people who find us. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there. There's, I'm talking to you right now. You who have listened to every episode of the show and Jack and I have no idea who you are. Let us know who you are. Search us out on Facebook, on Instagram. Only if you want to, you know, Oh, hey. Send um, us a message on Patreon. On our by the way, I've dropped the ball on the YouTube videos. I'm sorry, like I said, really busy week for me. I'll get back on the ball, don't worry. But um got a comment on the last episode, chapter episode one, chapter five, of Dad saying, Awesome guys, thanks. And then our mom also subscribed to the <laughs> thanks, channel. Thanks, so, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, I know like, you know, we don't get we can see the listens on Spotify and stuff. And, you know, I, I don't quite know how the math works out. Cause I know there are specific like people who listen to the show every week. And I, I love that. And we hear from them, but like, there has to be Jack, there has to be one person who's listened to like most of the episodes that is just a ghost. You know what I mean? Who That'd just be really good listens to us and moves on. And, uh, Hey, to you out there, if you're driving to work, if you're going to sleep, if you're, I don't know, trying to hack us and this is like American culture for you, tip of the hat. Don't hack us, though. We we don't need that. That's all. Are, are, we, are we the pinnacle <laughs> of American culture? I don't know. Oh, man. Probably. I mean, what else is better than us? We're definitely the most popular of American culture. What, what else you that is much. better than us? I will, I will say that. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. But, uh... Jack, that's all I have. So uh, if you want to go ahead and transition us to uh, Clumsy Titan, we'll get out of here. I will. I'm turning up the dial right now. I'm physically turning up the dial on this little keyboard I have. Boom. Boom. He's coming in. the Death Star sound. Boom. I always liked that sound effect in Star Wars. I always was like, why? Boom. It was a cool sound, but also you're like, why is it Death Star Fire? Why is it, it rev down instead of up? I know. It's kind of it's kind of.